Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Hello, hello. And BJ Thomas. Hello. So, so guys, before we kind of get into the, the stupid silliness that is normally our rambling podcast, we can, we have to talk about um, Damar Hamlin and, mm-hmm. and what happened on Monday night. Um, I actually personally didn't see it live. Um, I was taking care of the baby and I, I was just feeding him, just putting him to bed, pull up my phone that the, the game was suspended. I was like, hmm? Um, then I saw what happened. I was like, oh, oh, um, and my mind kind of just immediately went to Dale Earnhardt. And that's just kind of where I was just because when, when Dale had his accident, we all thought it's just a normal accident. Just like this was a normal hit that you see hundreds of times during Mm -hmm. the weekend. You know, it took, it took a helmet to the chest, which don't get me wrong is dangerous. But it's not like the you know it's not a helmet to the head, anything like that, and it just hit him just wrong, and it mm. happens. You know, thoughts go out to him, thoughts go out to his family. From what I've read, um, what I've seen is he's still in critical condition, but he's stable, which is promising at this point. Um, so I'll turn it over to to BJ. I'll turn it over to you first. Kind of, what are your thoughts as what's transpired the past twenty four hours? Um, oh, it's absolutely terrible, but I mean, these guys take a hell of a risk playing this game and it's, uh, it's not baseball. It's not (laughs) like, so it's tough. And you know, how many, how many tackles have happened this season? Nothing like this has happened. How many tackles have happened in my lifetime? And nothing like this happened. It's just such a, a rare case. I just hope he's all right. And so do I. And, and it was interesting. Like when I was uh, texting a few buddies of mine, you know, hey, the game is suspended. Here's what's going on. Every single one of them responded, they've got to get rid of the hits to the head. I'm like, dude, it's got nothing to do with hits to the head. There's, yeah, I know. There's, 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 the only way you could prevent this, well, there's two ways one, make it flag football, or two, get complete get rid of the game completely. I've, Neither of which is going to happen. I've noticed lately T Higgins has been doing that. T Higgins has been flattening cornerbacks. Yep. And when he catches the ball, he turns up field and he's been putting his head in their chest. They're all mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. It's and just it, such a random thing. I it's mean, just a, a, I mean, how, how much of this is an individual thing about the distance between the wall of his chest to his heart or the way his heart is shaped or something like, like it could be, it could be such a, a fingerprint type thing that's specific to DeMar Hamlin. I don't know. It's just there's so many variables. And I, I thought that too, when, when I kind of got more details, I'm like, did he have an, a condition that was undiagnosed? We're a few days away from knowing anything like that. Maybe yeah. a week or so. Yeah. And you know, and if that's the case, there, there was literally nothing you could do. Absolutely no, nothing you can do. I read something that a cardiologist wrote and he said, um, the, the preseason test would not reveal anything that would lead to this happening. No, the, only time that they would really get tested like this is during the combine. And well, they, they test their heart. They test yeah. their heart before every season. Yep. So it's just a tough situation. I hope the kid's all right. Seems like a real positive kid. His his uh charity has absolutely exploded. Yeah. He had a and goal of what was it, twenty five hundred dollars? And is it four something million? Yeah, because yeah. he, he was he was just he was you know, I don't want to say standard defensive back because he's one of the best athletes in the world, but he was just a defensive back that was in the NFL. Hey, let me just do something nice. And this is people's way of kind of giving back. So well, I'll tell you, the Bills Mafia is the first one to open up their wallet oh, yeah. for their players yep. and, and other players. And other players. 
Yeah. Those guys are crazy and uh, generous. Yep. So Dorian, I'll go to you. What kind of, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely tragic. Um, I mean, it, the whole situation hit home for me because um, I had a cousin who actually passed away similar to the situation that happened to uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, which you guys know of. Um, he, he died, he died doing something he loved on the basketball court. So, so, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got a little emotional because I was thinking, damn, like, I remember getting a call when they told me that, like, my cousin died on the court. He died on the court. It was like, we don't know. He just collapsed on the court. And then, you know, later hearing how, um, they found out that my cousin had a heart attack on the court. Do you remember Bajan Leonard in high school? He died on the field. In a high school game, you don't remember that, Dorian? He they I stopped that I, game for like forty-five minutes. And he left on an ambulance. Yeah, what what school did he go to? Leesburg, number twenty. He was our kick returner. He oh wow! And he got absolutely crushed on the far side of the field. And I mean, he's a small guy. Yeah, we were. Yeah, uh, so I mean, we, we had to be like what middle school? No, we were right? we were seventeen. We're 16, oh, 17. Okay. Okay. Well, and, yeah, yeah, I do remember. I do remember. And, and BJ, you bring up a point that as a parent, it's something that I consider. And it's why I'm very hesitant about putting my kids in football. You know, the, the skills that they learned from, from that is great. But the reason why, you know, DeMar Hamlin is alive today is because there was supremely talented on-site medical staff. Which you that, don't have in high school. Which you do not right. have in high school. And depending on what college you go to, you may or may not have in college. Right. And, and so he was, they were two miles away from this hospital. That helped yeah. also. And so if this happened at Leesburg High, for example, Unfortunately. I mean, there may not be anything. I mean, what, what's going to happen? The, the, you know, the, the situation happens at Leesburg High. Allison Boatwright's going to go there from the medical staff and give them some water. There's no, yeah. Nothing's going to work. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's true. Um, also, too, what, what what I took away from it is, like, I'm hearing stories about who wanted to play and who didn't want to play, right? Ah, uh, yeah, and, I was trying and, to avoid that conversation. And, and I, I looking real shitty. Okay, so yeah. here here here's what I know, and you guys can tell me if what I know is is incorrect. So my understanding was that a lot of a lot of the guys on the field didn't see what happened, unless you're watching the play. They don't have the view that we have. Okay, because if you're on the sidelines, especially if you're on offense, you're reviewing what's happened. You're you're kind of looking back and forth. You don't see what happened. All you see is one of your teammates down, or the t- guy from the other team is down. You may not see what caused it. You're expecting them. Oh my god, it was a bad hit. Him to be carted off. Give the thumbs up, and everything's okay. You don't really know what's what's going on. So mm-hmm. as a player, you're like, okay, well, guys, let's just rally around. Let's kind of do this. Let's get ready for when this starts up, and the there's been a rumor that has proliferated and i i think i know where the genesis of this came from and again t- tell me if i'm wrong so i was watching sports center last night trying to f- figure out what was going on scott van pelt said that when he was watching this it seemed like we're going to start in five minutes mm-hmm. his words his exact words he said i'm watching this it seems like okay we're going to start up no that, that was going minutes. around before that so I'm just telling that, you what I saw. That was, that was going around before Scott Van Pelt mentioned that. And I don't think the networks would have allowed a lot of their anchors to go off the way they did had there not been some truth to that. 
I what I've read on Twitter and internet and Facebook and heard on TV is that uh, the coaches stopped them, them playing that game. Yeah, last well, night. yeah, one hundred percent. It was a McDermott and it was on Taylor that said, "No, we're not playing this game." So mm-hmm. I I could only go. No, the fact that either one of them had to say that should tell you something. Yeah. Now I will tell you this. So there was about an hour gap from when the hit happened, and they finally called the game because the hit happened at eight fifty five. And they finally made the decision to not play the game at 10.01. So there was about an hour in there. Okay. So you got when the hit happens at 8.55 and then the timeline of the medical staff, the CPR and everything. And I think it was like 9.13, 9.14. They said, okay, we're going to suspend the game and definitely see what happens. From that point on, I can imagine the league office is trying to get hold of the owners of the Bengals, the owners of the Bills, the GMs, the players association, because there's money involved, the networks to see, okay, if we cancel this game, what can we do? That's a conversation that could have been had today though. No. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it, yeah, no, it is that somebody just died on the field. Everybody go home. We'll figure it out tonight. And, tomorrow. and then that, that's what I said. It took them 45 minutes to, to make the announcement. We are calling the game. We are. That's too long. Nine minutes of CPR. Nine minutes. I'm just telling you that these, these conversations are not as quick as we want them to be. Oh no. I'm telling you they should have been. They should have been nine minutes of CPR. Everybody go home, clear out the stadium. I'd wait till the ambulance leaves to clear out the stadium. So the fans don't clog up the roads, but I'd wait, Mm -hmm. let the ambulance go, get everybody out of here. And that's it. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, nothing, there's nothing to talk about. You can talk about it tonight, overnight and today. Yeah. And and that's why they're not, they will not play that game. They will not resume Uh, that game. Nope. Too much money on the line. That's happening. No, because it's definitely not happening this week. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen. I I do not see them replaying the game between Sunday and the first week of the playoffs. For somebody, somebody that works in corporate America, you don't understand corporate America. Oh, they'll find some some way of giving some monetary compensation. They're not playing. They're not replaying this game. I'll bet against that. <clears throat> okay. You think? But where were they? I mean, one thing about the NFL is that they will find a way to, you know, generate some income. So they the, may, the, do like a triple header or something. The phrase "This is what Demar would have wanted" will start coming out. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I can see do. that, but I. I don't see McDermott and Taylor agreeing to play in the game. Unless it comes from their owners, you're like, you're going to play the game. Whoever won that game is number one seed. I think Kansas City's still in the driver's seat. Well, whoever won that game got a shot at the number one seed. Yeah. Depending on what Kansas City does. Be surprised if they don't play that game. Yeah, but both teams beat Kansas City, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so if they tie it. So they tie it. It goes to either one of them. Yeah be very shocked Dang, that's crazy and i'll have a problem with them playing with it playing with it next week or figuring out how to squeeze in there somehow they I don't it just can't happen right now they they took way too much shit from the way they handled covid oh it's completely unrelated no it it's unrelated in the fact that you've got COVID this is corporate versus- america once that's not a problem anymore they're done with it I, I, I do not see them replaying. I, I do not see them resum- resuming this game. You're talking about some of those ruthless people on the face of the earth. I understand. But next, th- to, they, next to pastors. 
they will get more money by not playing the game than they will by playing the game. I don't know, because what they could do is they could say, okay, well, so because technically was that game last night, was that, is that going to be the last Monday night football game of, of the year? Or, yes. or is there one more? Or was? It, it is the last Monday night game. It is not the last game on ABC. Okay. So what they can do is to capitalize off of, off of it, they can just make it for uh, – hold on, nope, nope, because it's a national championship. They could play two on, on Thursday and move that – no, they can't do that. Because they're going to find a way to play this game. Because it's like it's – They've already said they're not playing it this week. So right. it has to be sometime after Sunday before Wild Card Weekend. And Wild Card Weekend is considered – Next weekend. What? Next weekend. It's not this weekend, but it's next weekend. So they could possibly do it on a Thursday, and, and then, then have well. have the loser play again on Sunday. Unless they do it on Monday, they do it on the ninth before the national championship game. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't think they. Can. I wouldn't do it, but no. And, and no. Going back to BJ's point. I don't think legally they can because there is a reason why they don't play NFL games on Saturday until college is done. There's a reason why they don't play college. They don't play NFL games on Fridays until after the the high school football season is done. There, there are um, rules on the books that they cannot conflict. Get the schedule here. See. Yeah, because it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be hard for me to justify. Well, they can justify not playing this week, but I um like I, I have a feeling that so again he's a corporate vulture. Yeah, so they're gonna so find the, the, but the thing about the logistics. So you've got Buffalo and, and Cincinnati playing this Sunday, probably. Okay, so then you'd have Buffalo and Cincinnati playing on Sunday. Then they both of those teams would then play sometime between Sunday and Saturday to then play on the following Sunday. There's another option that says uh, the NFL did after the 9-11 attacks, postponed all the week two games and made them up at the end of the regular season, thus pushing start of the postseason back and eliminating the week off between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. It's not impossible. Mm. It's happened before, so there's precedent for it. A major event has happened and they adjusted the schedule. It's not impossible. That that is a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, and we're talking about corporate America. No soul, ruthless. This game's happening. The only other thing you can really do is give them both a tie. Well, it would be considered a no contest. It would just be a, the game just wouldn't exist. They got to put something on the scoreboard. It, it had to be a tie. No, because it's not technically a tie. It would be if they do yeah. not play the game, it would be considered a no contest. And each team would play 16 games instead of 17. It, again, it's what they did during the COVID year. Not the NFL, because they tried to squeeze as much life out of that season as they could. And they were super proud that they played all 256 games. But technically, couldn't they just give it to Cincinnati? Oh, no. No, that's that's not the right move. 
No, it, you can't do uh, whoever's ahead wins. <laughs> you can't just go, hey, guess what? The game ended in the this, second inning. You this win. Isn't, this isn't pick up. This isn't pick up basketball. Mom called me for dinner. I did right. Yeah, because I, I thought there was something to where if it's like Michael Scott against the warehouse workers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I guess they just ended as like no contest. Yeah. I could see. I could see him eliminating that leak between the Super Bowl and conference championship. Just kind of stupid, anyways. These guys are rhythm people. Yeah. I never well, liked that. Uh, and especially now with no Pro Bowl. And like, what what NFL player is going to recover from anything in a week? All it does is feel a little better until well, they get hit. That that week between the conference championships and the Super Bowl had had existed because of the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so they can push that back. Yeah. So, but on that note, we're gonna take a we'll take a quick break, and we'll get back to some silliness. And we're back. Okay, so just want to have a PSA for everyone. You know, that's that's what we're here for for the you know, an NFL PSA, if you will. So we are going into the last week of the season. So fantasy leagues are have finished up or are finishing up now. If your commissioner were smart, they were finished up two weeks ago before people started sending out. Um, but I do have a PSA for those. If you won your fantasy league, and you start telling people, "I won my fantasy league." All I hear is the song from Akon and Andy Sandberg. I had sex tonight. It might be important to you, but it's not important to anybody else. <laughs> uh, well, due to the fact that one league I came to third place, and it looks like another league I'm going to lose the championship. Um, so going with my analogy, you're proud that you got the third base. In the- <laughs> yeah, I got third base. Score, how, you, man. how are you talking about third base from the championship? <laughs> man out man yeah in one fantasy league i'm you know i'm in a bad word but it doesn't look like i'm gonna score hey, does, does anybody understand why i start my fantasy league or end my fantasy league week early derrick henry sat last week yeah you know what i mean like that's a real that's a real problem one of my friends is in the playoffs in his other league and lost derrick henry because the game didn't mean anything to them yeah that's why i always do it early because somebody's gonna sit out yeah. But you know what does mean something to Derrick Henry? The game this week when they play Jacksonville, which I cannot believe I'm actually saying those words. Oh, yeah. Man, they are not beating Jacksonville that quarterback. Yeah. If they did, it'd be one of like craziest things to happen in a while. Yeah, yeah. Have they completely given up on Malik Willis? I mean, they should have, but have they completely I mean, given up on him? They brought a guy in like 15 days ago and he's their starting quarterback. Yeah. 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 Who, by the way, I don't know if he's played at all this year other than uh, practice. No, because he used to – I think he used to be on Pittsburgh. He was with the Cleveland Browns until Deshaun came back. Yeah. yeah. He, no, Josh Dobbs did not play for Cleveland. He played for yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Are you thinking of Josh Cribbs? No, Josh Cribbs been yeah. Josh Cribbs played for Cleveland, but he's been on league for, for April 9, two thousand twenty-two. Dobbs signed a one-year, one million dollar with the Cleveland Browns. He was waived November twenty-eighth, twenty twenty-two. Okay, so he just After he never Deshaun, He was on the Cleveland Browns, and he was waived when uh, Watson returned. He exactly what I said. I'm just looking at his statistics, so he never actually played the game. He just like sat there. He was on the Cleveland Browns, and he was waived when Deshaun Watson returned. Exactly what I said. Yeah. I said he didn't play this year, but he was with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And then it was waived when Watson Watson returned. Yeah. Either way, they've given up on Malik Willis. 
I think that um, I, I think that they didn't anticipate him playing this year. They're probably like, all right, you're gonna have the clipboard because, um, yeah, I think I think they probably anticipated him just to hold the clipboard while Tannehill, you know, did his thing. What Tannehill would got went out to injury and it was kind of like, oh shit. And instead of looking to see if they can bring in uh, a valued uh, veteran backup, they just like, you know, we're just gonna stick it with him and see what happens. But yeah, and this anyway. is what happens. Right. So I mean, I to my point. If you want, if you want him to be the quarterback of the future, he needs to be in there. Okay, he, he yeah, he might learn holding the clipboard. He ain't gonna learn as much as being not, in there. Not in the middle of a playoff run, they should. Yeah. Well, especially, especially if they don't intend for him to be the starter, they got to go with the best option. And they clearly think Dobbs is the best option. And, and and the dude they just picked up off the streets a better option than the guy that's been in the system. Well, let's see. He completed fifty-one percent of his passes against the Cowboys for one touchdown and one interception. Whatever they call the stats. Let's take a look. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, similar completion percentage, 31 to 61 for 50, uh, 50, 50.8 completion percentage. Uh, no touchdowns, three interceptions. He has 276 total passing yards. In, in eight games. So he, Josh Dobbs is clearly the better option. Yeah. yeah. Look, as long as not a, as long as not Tannehill on, I'm fine because <laughs> Tannehill, he, he gives us fits. Um, no, yeah, you know who I mean, gives you fits is Derrick Henry. Right, but he's not. Is he playing? Yeah, he just sat out because they didn't need him. There's oh. no point There's no point in them winning that game. It doesn't affect what's going to happen. Look, if we if we get a fast start, we should win this game because I unless Dobson turns into a reincarnate of fucking Randall Cunningham or some shit like that, I don't, I don't see them coming back. To you know, to, to beat us because you got to pass the ball to come back, and and with Josh Dobbs, I don't see that happening. But if it was like a a confident backup, yeah, I I I'd probably be a little worried. Like someone that's like let's say if, if Brock uh, Purdy was on uh, the Titans, or even like even someone like like Andy Dalton, like someone a competent semi-competent quarterback that can get the ball down the field, then I would be a little worried. But. We need hey, this one, so. Andy Dalton doesn't throw the ball down the field. Ask me how I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> Captain Checkdown. <laughs> Captain Checkdown. Uh, uh, no, I'm still, sorry. I'm sorry. He's in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. But but on the flip side, they're like, what are the Titans going to do at quarterback? Because Tannehill is is he is he coming off the cliff? I mean, I'm not sure if he was. I don't think he was ever at the summit to come off the cliff. Yeah, so I mean, so did the, you not yeah. watch the playoff game last year? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah I did. I think I think a lot of that was just nervousness because I don't think what because again, like just give the ball to Derrick Henry and get the hell out of the way and then do some play action. So, I mean, I guess I I, I don't. I mean, that's what I would do. I'm like, okay, we we have one of the most dominant running backs probably ever in football. Let's see. Let's let's see if the defense can stop them. I mean, they're probably going to do that on uh, on Saturday. Give the ball to Derrick Henry. If he can't take us home, then at least we can live with that. Yeah, but if your quarterback can't complete against man coverage, yeah, yeah, that's true. When you all got a TV on in the background, I do. I'm sitting in, in my office. Yeah, I can hear TV. And I made sure it wasn't mine. 
Yep. Like, no, it's not me. And my kids are asleep, so I'm I'm good. They're they're loud, just not today. Yeah, it's the it was a Kentucky LSU. Kentucky's up by three points. Basketball. Um. Yeah. Well, and and we'll stick in the AFC. So there's there's one wild card spot left. It's between Miami, New England, and Pittsburgh. Yeah. How'd that happen? Yeah. According to uh, Mike Tomlin, Kenny fucking Pickett. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'd of the three, Pittsburgh would be the team that I would not want to face. Well, it, and I'm going to answer my own question now. I probably shouldn't have. It's it's not so much Kenny Pickett. It's addition by subtraction. It's getting rid of Chase Claypool. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kenny Pickett hadn't improved. Yeah. True, but I mean, it. If you've got a guy that's demanding the ball, and sucking out, out the energy out of your out of your huddle, and taking away, I would have drew Bledsoe's and Bill Parcells' ass. I'd have froze him out so bad <laughs> he wouldn't even he wouldn't even speak up. He'd just be sitting over there, popped next to a Gatorade core. Mm-hmm. I don't understand? Yeah. I don't care. Like I just once I hear that shit, I'll freeze your ass out. Yeah, the, the the difference is I don't think Pickett has the gravitas that Bledsoe had to do something like that. And Tomlin just wouldn't. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there were other guys, veterans in that locker room, especially on the defensive side, and let Chase Claypool know that that shit wouldn't happen from here. That so, shit wouldn't have been happening if James Harrison was there. Oh, hell that is very no. true. Joey Porter. Joey Porter. Yeah, none of them. Yeah. Palomalu. None of that would have happened. So is it a, exactly. was it a locker room thing? Yeah. And no, no one setting his ass right. Yeah. I don't know. Cam Hayward's there. Yeah, Cam. Yeah, I can see Cam Hayward. Uh, Devin Bush. Uh, you got some. You got some vocal. Um, I know. I know. Miles Jack was very vocal when he was in Jacksonville. So I'm sure he probably said some things too. So, um, and then even um. The defensive coordinator, Flores, Brian Flores. I'm sure Brian Flores, he's somebody like where he's a no-nonsense telling like it is type of defensive coordinator. So I'm sure he may have had some words to somebody in the organization, to, you know, say to uh, Claypool. That might but, be why he's not there anymore. Yeah. Now, Flores is still there, but that might be why Claypool's not there. Because yeah. as a defensive coordinator, there's only so much you can do with a guy on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. There's only so many words you can say when they, before they just completely tune you out. But to your point, Flores is not somebody that's going to sit back idly and go, no, this is stupid. He will go up up the chain. That's just who he is. Yeah. It is there's nothing. There are a few things more entertaining than an average receiver thinking he's a great receiver and whining for the football. That shit is so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> it is hilarious to me. At least when T.O. was complaining about getting the football, it's because he could change games. What's, yeah. what's Claypool going to do? Yeah, spike the ball, or yeah. do do a dance and waste time. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, was that was Juju. I'm sorry. Yeah, Plexico Burst is the one that spiked the ball. Yeah. Yeah. They all play for Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a common denominator here. And then Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Just moron upon moron walking through that building at wide receiver. Yeah. Is it something in the water, or is it just the, who they draft? Mm. And Heinz Ward is one of the dirtier wide receivers that I can remember. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he was definitely nasty. 
Um, so, well, moving over to the NFC, um, BJ, this this topic will make you happy. Is Philly really going to blow the number one seed? I don't know. Depends how hard Jason Jalen Hurt gets hit this week. If he gets hit in that shoulder again, has to sit out, and probably. Mm. I mean, they're, they're playing the Giants, right? Are you waiting for me to care? Or you just want my commentary. I just want to know. It's hilarious to me. It is hilarious to me for those people that think they're some kind of super team. They obviously aren't because I don't think Gardner Minshew's terrible. Yeah. They rely on Jalen Hurts to convert third downs with his legs. Yeah. Yep. And once they took that, once you took that away from that team, they're like well, mighty average. And again, yeah. it's it's like watching uh, Washington when they had RG three back there. Yeah. They, their biggest weapon was his legs. And they that yeah. was taken away and just fell off the face of the planet. And yeah. if I've watched enough football to understand, people are trying to smack his ass these last this last game. Yeah, mm-hmm. hit that shoulder, put a helmet in there, see how it feels. Yeah, it's the NFL. That's what they do. Give you a fifty-yard mm-hmm. penalty, but if you're not the quarterback out, it's like Bounty Gate. Shit, that's how the NBA operated in the eighties. The Hatchet Man, bring him in <laughs> off the bench. Smack somebody, go right back to the bench. Or lock wasn't that uh, wasn't that Jeff Turner's rule? Um, I don't know if Greg. I don't know if Jeff Turner was mean enough to be a hatchet man. Yeah, that was that was Oakley. Oakley played too much to be a hatchet man. Oh, oh, you just don't want to fight him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The hatchet man was like, uh, like a, a Charles Smith from the New York Knicks. He was a hatchet man. Yeah, like you just cut somebody that doesn't have to give you a lot of minutes. Yeah, like a Rick Mahorn or oh, Rick Mahorn gave you minutes. The guys that would come in and give you the guys when they'd come in, be like he's just five more fouls. Yeah, or six more yeah. fouls. That's the hatchet man. Like Reggie Evans. Remember Reggie Evans? Yeah. Um, yeah. Burly bald head guy. His his main goal was to go and come and just wreak havoc, like just cause chaos, mess with people. You know, but he learned his lesson. He tried to, he I, I guess he tried to like arm foul Shaq, and Shaq pretty much drug him with him and dunked the ball. It was crazy. Um, I, I still, I think it was the anniversary a couple of days ago of when Shaq put his balls in Chris Dudley's face. Oh man, that was classic. Like a Larry Christoviak. There you yeah, go. Larry Christoviak. Yeah, something like that. Something to just come in and smack somebody and go back to the bench. Just to let you oh. know, this is this is not what we're gonna do. Yeah, like a uh, who was it? Like the Larry Kristoviak, another Hatchet Man was. Uh, well, no, actually, he actually played. I would say Scott Pollard. Remember Scott Pollard from he played Utah. Then he played. He played at Kansas, but I thought he went to Utah. The Hatchet uh, no, Man, no, uh, the Hatchet uh, no, Man um, role disappeared in the early two thousands. Yes. He went to the Kings. He he went to the Kings. He was the backup to Roddy Devon. Oh, I'm thinking of Greg Ostertag. That yeah, went to Greg Ostertag. Yeah. But Greg Olsen actually played. He was he 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 was he was solid, dude. I mean, setting picks and and stuff until again, Shaq made him a a poster too. So <laughs> who did Shaq make a poster? But um, you, it's funny watching basketball. My dad, he was not impressed with Shaq. He's like, of course he's supposed to dunk on people. Look how big yeah. he is. Like that's like, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, just I not impressed with him. Too. Like he's like he's not like special. And I was like, yeah. I guess not. He's he's yeah. like physically special but i don't know if yeah. he's basketball special and yeah. that's why he, that's why whenever he played akeem akeem always dominated because akeem had game <sighs> shit akeem robinson used to give him the business too yeah yeah 
Because yeah. they, they were big, but they had they had moves. Anybody yeah. that could get him away from the basket gave him problems. Yep. Exactly. Ask ask him about big country reeves. He'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. The big country used to sink those 20 footers. That's why Charles back. that's why Charles Barkley kills him now. He's like, you couldn't play now. You can't switch. No. Yeah. You're not it, switching out of pick and roll. Oh God. And I know we talked about if Shaq playing in today's game. I mean, there would be a role for him. He would play, but it would not be the switching that is happening now. Yeah, but would it be like Justin Fields and the Bears, where it's like, yeah, you're out there, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're you're a one trick pony. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine Shaq having to switch and he's doing a pick and roll, guarding Steph or John Moran, <laughs> a guard, and or Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Imagine how much offense Prime Petty would have been able to right. to generate without Shaq clogging up the lane. True. Yep. Like you, you can't have somebody that relies on getting to the basket too much and Shaq's in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to Donovan Mitchell's uh, seventy-one a little bit later, but I want to kind of finish with the NFL. Um, we are potentially, based on some scheduling, potentially a week away from a playoff game of Kirk Cousins versus Daniel Jones. Boy, Kirk Cousins are trash. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, every every two or three games, Kirk shows you exactly who he is. Yep. Yeah. And that you def- don't like that. If that defense isn't supremely deficient in some area, Kirk Cousins will show you exactly who he is. Yep. Yeah. If you can stop the run and force him to throw the ball 45 times, he'll give you the game. And so Justin Jefferson, him. Jair Alexander, holy shit. Oh, when yeah. he hit that gritty on him in the first quarter, I knew yeah. it was over. Yeah. I knew it was over. You broke that man mentally before the game even started. And yeah. then you danced on him. First of all, I don't know how he didn't get a flag because that was right in Justin Jefferson's face. Should have been a taunting flag, but it wasn't. But uh, he broke Justin Jefferson. So, I mean, do you think Green Bay is going to make the playoffs? Because obviously if they beat Detroit, they, they're they in. So I hope not. I talked to a Vikings fan at work the other day who said he kind of likes Aaron Rodgers. I said, what's wrong with what you? What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> but he, he just got done telling me how he grew up in the church and listens to gospel music. So oh, I okay. Say what I, my question. Say. I, couldn't <laughs> I couldn't say what I wanted to say. You dumb <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so are they playing – are Green Bay playing – uh, Detroit. Detroit. And whoever, wins, whoever wins. No, is no, 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 no. If Green Bay wins, they're in. Detroit wins and Seattle loses. Detroit's in. Because Detroit loses the tiebreaker to Seattle. So Detroit plays in Detroit or in Green Bay? It's in Green Bay. Uh, I told you guys this is what's going to happen. They're going to go to the final week of the season with the potential to make the playoffs and they're going to fuck it up. And in Green Bay, I've seen this movie multiple times, just like Titanic. I know the boat's going to sink at the end. It's Mm -hmm. just the way it happens. Well, then, if that was the case, you wouldn't have watched any of the college football playoffs. Well, don't worry, we'll get to that. I know. (laughs) Oh, you can't wait. (laughs) I can't. I'm not. I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to check in on this thing. (laughs) But we'll, we'll do our power rankings, and then we'll we'll move on. So, my number one this week is not Philly, San Francisco. Uh, I know they struggle with Vegas, but you tell me a team that's playing better. Uh, sticking with Kansas City. 
Dorian? Man, um, I'm going to have to say right now between the two, uh, Kansas City and San Francisco, I'll give San Francisco the slight edge. That Jarek McKinnon coming out of nowhere is fun to watch. Yeah. It's like, I mean, he was he was completely irrelevant in fantasy football to what, week 10? Yeah. Yep, and, then and then all of a sudden it's like, good. who's this guy? <laughs> what yep. are you doing? And he and I had a and I was gonna pick him up. I think he was on the waiver wire. I was like, eh. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. This guy. <laughs> y'all, y'all let me get Zonovan, Zonovan, what's his name? Zonovan, dude from the Jets. Knight. Zonovan Knight and Jared McKinley. Uh, in back-to-back weeks, and I was like, well, okay, I'll take him. Like, I need him. Yeah. I should have played Evan Ingram. So, <laughs> I should have. I would I not be talking like this right now. He sure would because I would. I said, I, 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 I go back to played. my PSA earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. at, at, at number two, I struggled with this one because I almost wanted to make it a tie between Cincinnati and Buffalo based on everything. But I went with Cincinnati because I think they would have won that game last night. Uh, I, I'm not ready to make that judgment after a piece of a quarter. So I'm going to go with uh, the San Francisco 49ers number two. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kansas City. Okay. Number three, I went with Buffalo. Again, it was 2A and 2B. So, BJ? Uh, Buffalo. Although I did notice that uh, Josh Allen leads in red zone turnovers. Not a good, not a good um, no, thing to lead four, in. Four interceptions and four fumbles. Yeah, that's, that's not, not good. That's Carson Wentz shit. Yeah. Dorian? Uh, I'm going with Buffalo. Speaking of Carson Wentz, how do you feel about uh, Ron Rivera saying, no, Taylor Heineke, you've done fairly decent. You kept us relevant. We're going to start Carson Wentz now that he's out again. And then the son of a bitch throws three interceptions. I want to say it wasn't. (laughs) I don't want to. I want to say it wasn't his decision, but I'm probably wrong. What? I want to say the GM invested more in, in Wentz and wanted him to play. Oh. I would not coach a team if that was the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm getting fired first, son of a bitch, not you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no. so you're not not coaching the Dallas Cowboys then? Nope. Nope. I never would. No matter as big a fan as I am, there's nothing until Jerry dies. I'm not going there. Nope. Uh, I mean, I, th- that was the only thing I could think of. Is I, I know Heineke was struggling, but we also saw what Wentz can do, and it was pathetic. If Stephen Jones and Will McClay had not, Stephen Jones put his father against the wall pretty much. Johnny Manziel would be would have been on our roster instead of Zach Martin. Yeah. No, no, I'm not coaching the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> so at number four, I've I've got Kansas City. Again, I could not justify putting them above Cincinnati and Buffalo because those teams are basically equal, and both Cincinnati and Buffalo have beaten them. BJ? Bengals.
note the lack of NFC teams. They haven't given us a lot to be happy about the back end of the season. Yeah. Same for me, Bengals. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a uh see the Bengals back in the Super Bowl again. No, not with the way they're playing. You think so? No, I would not be surprised with the way they're playing. Yeah, yeah. Could also very likely see the San Francisco uh Kansas City repeat again. Yeah. Yeah. With a third string quarterback. Yeah. He's been fun to watch. Yeah. A great story. Yep. Just for sure. Great story. Um, number five, I went with Philly. Yeah, they still got to be on the list. Same. Same. But if they lose again, I'm taking them off next week. I'm going to wait to do this all season. Yeah, I, I gave them a pass last week because they were playing with Gardner yeah. Minshew, and they they played tough with Dallas you know, with the backup quarterback. Okay, you know, whatever. And then, no. After last week, no. By the way, the back end of their schedule has not been, like, huge. It hasn't. They aren't playing, like... Let's look at this real quick. I'm bringing it up right now. Well, their, their schedule just outside of the Cowboy games has not been anything to write home about. No. Here we are. Um, so, the Saints, Cowboys, Bears, Giants, Titans. Packers. Packers uh, before they got hot. Well, yeah. Well, no, they, put, they put up 33 points against the Eagles. They were starting to get hot right then. Yep. And um, then the week before that, they played the Colts. Yeah, and won that by a point. So, yeah. I mean, geez, they just have not looked impressive since mid-November. You know, I I think we said this earlier. It reminds me of the 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers, where they had a great record and they were just frauds. Well, I wouldn't be able to text so for a month if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, they are. They could possibly have gone what thirteen and thirteen and one, you know, and lose their last three, and then also lose the first round playoff game. I mean, they got their ass whooped by the Commanders, November fourteenth, thirty-two twenty-one, and I didn't think it was that close, if I remember right. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, it, at not. one point it was. At one point it was twenty-three fourteen. And then they it was, tw- was 23 21, six, six seconds into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And then Washington pulled away. They had a, t- uh, a touchdown, a field goal, a defensive touchdown, a field goal, stretched out. Yep. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. They could very well be the, the Steelers from a couple of years ago. That'd be fun for me. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of the world. I'd be laughing, though. Yeah. And maybe Chris Sims might, might be laughing with you. <laughs> Bag. Sorry. <laughs> so we'll we'll get to the, the bottom three. Um I have the Bears at the bottom. They're just terrible. How do you throw a pick on a zero man rush? Well, to be fair, there's eleven people covering. <laughs> True. That's, I didn't understand that. Like, yeah, there's like four more guys covering. Probably but a little easier than you think. You're also a running quarterback. Run. <laughs> They get, I think I want to say it was third and ten, and they gave him ten yards of running space. I don't know. That's just a terrible, terrible football team. Yes. I don't know if the coach is going to survive that. No. So is that your your bottom team, or do you have something somebody different? I mean, 
yeah, I don't see how it can be anybody else. Other people have won games since they have. <laughs> when was the last time they won a game? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Probably the last time he threw over 150 yards. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So the last time they won a game um, was against the Patriots in week seven. Boy, how to how to feel to have that on your resume, Mr. Belichick? <laughs> and and it wasn't just hey we squeaked by them. They beat them thirty three to fourteen. Dang. Field still didn't have one hundred eighty passing yards. Oh man, yeah. Well, if I were him, I'd try basketball. <laughs> just go Charlie Ward style. Well, I don't know if I'd do that because you kind of got to throw that in the hoop too. I don't know. Let's be a track star. I don't know if he's fast enough. That's true. Yeah. One of those guys just kind of got through because he went to Ohio State. Shocker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, the last Ohio State quarterback, or the last guy that played quarterback at Ohio State that had multiple contracts in the NFL was Tom Tupa. It's like Alabama of the North. Yeah. So, Dorian, who's your worst team? Chicago. The Bears. The Bears. Uh, Terrell Pryor had a couple contracts when he switched to wide receiver. Okay. That I did not know. I thought I thought he went out after uh, four or five years. No, I don't. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I mean, I mean, you. He seemed like he played six years. He he played um, multiple years. Yeah, he just he bounced around the league. He went to Oakland, Cleveland, Washington, the Jets, and Buffalo. He played seven years. Uh, yeah, so he had at least one other contract. Yeah, I stand corrected. So but did that my quarterback. Would, yeah, at least Tupa wound up being like Pro Bowl. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, I. I want to say he definitely made the Pro Bowl at least once. Um, first team All Pro. Okay. So, Pro Bowl ninety nine. Yep. All right. Yeah. So that's that's. Uh... <laughs> I'm telling you, these I don't understand how you can have all this talent in every other position, similar to Alabama, and cannot produce an NFL quarterback. Because you don't need to. And the only reason Mac Jones is hanging around is because he kicks people in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> He's, you know, the Draymond Green of the NFL. But yeah, I mean, the, the coaches don't need to develop them. That's the, that's kind of the point is you just need to be good enough to get it to the quality skill guys that we have out there. Ugh. They're basically I mean, servers. They're just like waiters. Yeah. I mean, look at JC Stroud and um, Justin Fields. Look at the receiving core they had the past um, several years at Ohio State, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you should put up decent numbers with that. Still can't do shit with it. No. So we'll get, get back to the power, power rankings because we're kind of running low on time. I know um, number two is. So I got Denver at the second worst. Hell team. yeah, number two, Denver. Number 31, excuse me. No. The second of the shitties. Yes. So Dorian. Ooh, um, man, it's not a doozy. 
Baltimore. I'm the Colts go still with... do exist, by the way. So do the Texans. Yeah, I'm going to go with Arizona. Are they going to start like someone else at quarterback this week? Well, I got a phone call asking me if I was busy, and I just didn't answer. <laughs> I let it was, go to voicemail. Was that the Cardinals, or was that just an ex-girlfriend? It was the Cardinals. Okay, they're calling everyone. I'm surprised they didn't call you too. <laughs> I, I I don't allow um, unlisted numbers. So, <laughs> um, at number thirty, I've got the Texans. Yeah, I could see that. I can see you're going that, with? but, but. With as much talent as there is on the Arizona Cardinals, I cannot leave them off this list. I'm putting the Cardinals there. Dorian. The Raiders, I really want to do it to the Raiders, but they just lucked out and won a couple of games at the end of the season because mm-hmm. the Raiders made me look like a chump. They had the best position group, probably any team in football this year. Hey, we I remember we broke Twitter with the Raiders broke conversation. Twitter. Well, David Carr still did play better than Russell Wilson. That's, this is true. That's that's a fucking fact. And he's benched. Yeah. He's not even with the team anymore. Yeah. The only reason Russell Wilson's playing is because the amount of money wrapped into him in the first year. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So, Dorian, who's your 30th team? My 30th team will have to be the Denver Broncos. Owned Dumpster. by Homer Simpson. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dumpster juice. So we'll, we'll get we'll get to our picks. Um, as of right now, BJ's leading with fifty-two wins. Dorian's got fifty-one. I've got fifty. Um, obviously, the game between Cincinnati and Buffalo um, didn't have an outcome, so we're just kind of left it. Um, but for this week, the first game is ten- Tennessee and Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a six and a half point favorite. I, again, words I did not think I would say in that sequence. Um, I went with Jacksonville. BJ? Mm. Derrick Henry comes back. I'm saying Tennessee, right in your face. <laughs> and Dorian, um, you, you picking your Jags? No, he's doing try to do the reverse the curse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it worked against the Cowboys. But now, um, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to pick Jacksonville. I think I actually think that the game is going to be a lot uglier than what expected. But Jacksonville's playing; it's got to be ugly. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to get gritty and ugly. And I don't think uh, Dobbs is going to be able to have the cachet to be able to win that type of uh, win that type of game. Actually, so. But isn't that kind of the point? If it's ugly, then he has a chance of pulling something out at the end because he doesn't I mean, have to get in a shootout with Lawrence. I don't know, um, because the main thing I think about this is like, okay, I've seen Josh Dobbs throw the ball. He could throw the ball down the field, but it's different. It's a, uh, it's a game deciding if you go to that next level, right, to, to, to go in the playoffs. So it's, it gets – well, who was it? I think it was um, – I think it was Dan Marino one time. He says in the playoffs, he said those those passing lanes – or he said getting like the road getting to the playoffs when the games count, those passing lanes get a little tighter, right? Because everything is riding on that pass. So well, my thought is with Derrick Henry in there running the football, if he can be successful, yeah. those passing lanes get a little wider. Yeah. Yep. We'll yeah. see though. 
And that's the thing, though. I mean, with with Dom's back there at quarterback, do they just dare Dom's to to beat him? Do they just load up the box and just dare him to beat him? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, it, Derek Henry is a massive human being, but if you throw multiple big human beings at him, he will fall. Yeah. 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 Um, Josh Dobbs, he'll he'll use his legs, but that's not his first. Uh, that's not his his go to. You know, he he's gonna you know do a couple of check downs and things of that nature. So, um. It's going to take Derrick Henry to really like he he may have to start off like maybe the uh, the first half like nine rushes seventy two yards or some shit like that for for the defense to go okay well you know we we got to be modest but other than that if they stack the box we're like all right Derrick you beat us yep what happened well we shall see so the next game is Detroit versus Green Bay again if Green Bay wins this game they are going to the playoffs and probably playing in San Francisco, which will just be funny. Um, if Detroit wins and Seattle loses, Detroit's going to the playoffs. This has been flexed to the Sunday night game. So take that for what you will. Um, this is not a reverse jinx. This is just me wanting to catch up. Green Bay's winning this game. I feel like Detroit's getting some end-of-the-season magic. Their defense is playing much better than it was to start the season. I'm going with the Lions. They can run the football, they can throw the football, and they get some sacks. I, I saw a stat today that this is the first season ever that the Lions have had at least 4,000 yards passing and 2,000 yards rushing. Yeah, I saw that too, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just, wow. There's a little magic at the end of the season for the Lions. That's why I'm picking them. Yeah. So, um, Like, my heart wants to pick Lions because I want to see Lions win and get into the playoffs. But yeah, it's going to be difficult being, beating Aaron Rodgers in this time of year in, in Green Bay. So I'm going Green Bay. Do we know what Aaron's record is since he dumped his girlfriend? Left her ass stranded in Peru. Yeah, do we know when that happened? Because I want to say that's kind of what sparked this uh, winning streak. Do you get any more douche? (laughs) You can at least wait until she got back and ended it. (laughs) Just put a Lane Kiffin and left him on the tarmac. I don't know. The the internet will let us know when he dumped her. So look that up as we we call the next game. Um, it's Baltimore versus Cincinnati. Um, again, assuming Cincinnati plays, they're not as emotionally wrecked as Buffalo. I got that Cincinnati can win him. So BJ? yeah, I don't I don't see how the Ravens pulled this off. Cincinnati. Dorian, I'm picking Cincinnati. Man, they're on fire, man. The next game is the Giants versus the Eagles. The Eagles are a 13 and a half point favorite. So, but I went with the Giants because the way the way the Eagles have been playing. Hmm. I'm gonna go Giants also. Is Jalen Hurts playing? Yes. He's, he's supposed to. I'm going to. So the last game is the Jets versus the Dolphins. Miami's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. As far as I know, Tua is playing, and the Jets are starting Mike White, I believe. Um, I went with the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't know. Tua's not playing. I'm going Jets. 
Um, I'm gonna go. I like uh, it. Just if the Dolphins have an answer for Garrett Wilson, that's the question. I'm not sure because the Jets play a lot better with Mike White at White at quarterback. So um, I'm gonna go with the Jets. I'll go with the Jets. Okay. So we shall see. It's kind of it's kind of fun that we've gone now. This will be 18 weeks, and we're separated by two games. So it'll be fun. We'll we'll do this until the playoffs. So with that, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I can't. One more Sandlot Sports. Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty One. <laughs> 